Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope you all had a chance to listen to Wednesday's episode, which was an interview or more like just a casual conversation with Alana Keneally. I'll link that episode in the show notes below for anyone interested, but basically we were just sharing our favorite products of 2022 so far, and it was really just a super fun, casual conversation between two friends. I really tried to share some products that I haven't shared too much about so that hopefully there's something new for you guys in there. If you follow on social media, you know I share a lot of the products and the foods and the things I'm using on a daily basis there. So from me and from Alana, there are so many great, good products and books and resources that we talk about in that episode. Getting to today's podcast, we're back in the money series. (laughs) This is week seven. Honestly, I'm looking over my notes, over my Evox reports. I can't believe I've been working on money for seven weeks now. There's a real sense of pride in that, I think, because for, again, for any who have been listening and following this series, you'll know by now that money has been such a huge topic, such a huge source of fear and shame and confusion. And so the fact that I have really committed to completing this Evox series on this topic feels so good to me and I'm already starting to see so many amazing shifts but I'll record that sort of summary episode once I finish the series next week so in total it will have been eight weeks of working through limiting beliefs around money the subconscious fears I might have that are showing up as barriers in my relationship to money But I can already say, even though I still have one more week to go, I feel like such a weight has been lifted off my shoulders in so many different ways. So the subtopic for today's Evox session was generational trauma. And I'm going to spend a second here talking about this because I don't think it's something, I think it maybe is something that I've mentioned once or twice that sometimes we'll go through generational trauma. The reason I wanted to have a whole day of Evox, a whole Evox session dedicated to generational trauma around money is because I already know from knowing a bit about my family's history that on both sides of my family, there's just a lot of shit around money. (laughs) There's been a lot of wounds that have been caused by money. And so I already knew that I think we have some familiar familial patterns related to money and just some trauma around money that has kind of been passed down and repeated through the generations. And so I wanted to dive into that a little bit and see what might be lingering there. If you're hearing the word generational trauma and you're like, I have no idea what that is, or 
I get what you're saying, but I don't really believe in it. That's totally okay. (laughs) What I will say is a really great resource on this topic is the book called It Didn't Start With You by Mark Wolin. I'll link the book on Amazon in the show notes below. But basically in this book, Mark is talking about how we know actually as a fact that trauma and trauma responses can be passed down for at least three generations genetically. And so what Mark talks about in his practice is that he sees very often people who have fears, beliefs that they can't connect to any experience they've had in their own lifetime. Very often it's connected to a trauma that actually happened in the life of an ancestor and that trauma response or that fear has been passed down through the generations. It's a great book because he actually mentions several studies they've done on mice to actually prove how trauma can be passed down genetically, but he gives so many really profound examples of his own clients coming in, doing this generational trauma work and healing really, really deep wounds from it. So it's definitely worth a read. It really broadened my perspective on trauma how trauma can be inherited. And what I have found, particularly in this EVOX session in general, is that I do think some of my fears, limiting beliefs around money have been passed on generationally. So starting out the EVOX session, what I just did was starting to recall what I knew about my family in relation to money and money wounds and money behaviors. There were a lot of things coming up. As I mentioned, I just think my family, and maybe all families, but my family has a lot of money wounds. And so some of the things that were coming up that I'm aware of is that we have patterns that go back generationally, not necessarily just in my parents' generation, of money being used for control or power, money being used to harm others, to manipulate others, money being mismanaged people being taken advantage of for their money. And as I was thinking over all these different potential money wounds in the family, two of them really stood out to me or really resonated with me deeply as feelings I carry myself. And those were, first of all, a fear that if I have a lot of money, I'll squander it or I won't know what to do with it. I won't manage it well. And the second one is that if I have a lot of money, it will be dangerous. People will try to take advantage of me. People will shame me. And so I brought up the people in my lineage that I knew the most about. So I I brought up in my mind's eye my mom, my dad, both of my dad's parents and both of my mom's parents. And I kind of was just imagining in my mind that I was looking at all six of these people standing in front of me and just kind of feeling or sensing which one of these people, or maybe there's multiple of them, do I feel like these patterns are coming from? In particular, these two patterns that I just mentioned, this sort of fear of money that it'll be squandered and then a feeling that money is dangerous. And just in my mind's eye, in looking at these ancestors, the two people who really stood out to me were my grandma on my dad's side, so my dad's mom, and then my own mother. 
And so I kind of just in my mind's eye pretended that I was having a conversation with each of these people. And so when I was talking with my grandma, she was saying things like, I just don't know where the money went. I feel so confused about money. I feel scared because I don't know where our money went. I don't know how I got here. I feel trapped in this life I'm in. And then in talking to my mom, what I was getting from her were more feelings of disappointment, maybe resentment, shame and fear towards herself about choices of related to money that she had made through her young adult life. But I was really feeling a strong pull towards my grandma, whom, by the way, I have never met. And I'm going to share a little bit of context about her life. So some of this makes more sense to you as the listener as well. And so what I know about my grandma on this side is, from what I understand, as a child, my grandmother wasn't as smart as her other siblings. And her parents actually took her out of regular school, I guess, and put her in a school for mentally disabled children. So, and I'll explain why this is relevant a little bit later on. Fast forwarding, her story gets a little dark and sad, really. So from what I understand, again, (laughs) just from what I have been told, I've never met her. She passed long before I was born. She was working at a automobile shop where my grandfather worked and at the time she was married I think she had kids of her own but she was kind of the receptionist for my grandfather in this automobile shop and my grandfather was pretty well off he was really wealthy I think my grandmother was really attracted to that and she wanted that she wanted a really wealthy extravagant lifestyle and so I guess the two of them kind of conspired to screw over her current husband. As the story goes, my grandfather sent this woman's husband off across the country buying used cars that they could bring into their lot. So my grandfather gave this man a checkbook. He said, here you go, go buy a, go buy a bunch of used cars for us to bring back here and sell. Apparently the checkbook, he, he emptied the bank account connected to the checkbook so that this man was going all over the country buying cars. All of these checks start bouncing. And from what I understand, this man was now in big trouble with the authorities. And that's really all I know from there. But essentially this man was really, really screwed over. And in the end, the, his wife, my grandmother, leaves him, takes their two daughters, and runs off to California with my grandfather. All of it, I think, under the illusion that she's now going to be living this amazing, extravagant California lifestyle with this wealthy man she's just run off with and now married. And I think things went downhill pretty quickly from there. From what I understand, they didn't live a lavish, extravagant lifestyle. I think my grandfather was an alcoholic. I think he was kind of abusive. They lost their home. So really, at the end of the day, she ended up living in poverty with a really, really poor relationship with her husband. From what I've also heard, she became a drug addict. And I think 
ultimately she actually passed away of a drug overdose. So with that knowledge, as I was just thinking over maybe her relationship to money, that's where so many of these things were coming up in my mind for her that this confusion of how did I get here? I thought my life was going to be one thing and it ended up ended up being something completely different. Where is the money going? What is my husband doing with the money that he said we had all this money, now we're losing our home and we're dirt poor? What happened? Where did it go? This confusion, this fear of I don't know what's going to happen. Like I said before, I also got this really cl- clear sense of feeling trapped. I think because she may not have had control over the money, she didn't work feeling really, really trapped. And I don't know what to do. I don't understand where our money is going. I don't know what he's doing with it. And I don't know how to get us out of this situation. But another really interesting emotion that I was getting from her was feeling invisible. And this was really profound for me because If anyone has listened to like the early Evox series episodes, one of my recurring feelings is that I'm invisible, I'm unseen, I'm unheard. And I got such an intense feeling from her of that same thing of I'm invisible. Part of me felt like this sense of I'm invisible came from early childhood for her. Being sent to a different school, being sort of ignored by her family, the least of all child, and and then kind of in her life getting into these positions, feeling so stuck, horrible marital relationship, no finances, feeling trapped, just feeling like I'm so invisible. And maybe all these things came together to contribute to her drug abuse. So the duration of the session was actually spent trying to acknowledge those emotions from her and help release them because it felt like some of those feelings had been passed on to me. Some of those fears had been passed on to me. Not even it felt like, it, 100% I had so many of those same feelings. I've had a fear around money. I have this confusion around money. Like I just can't understand it. It's, it's hard for me to grasp the concept of money money is confusing, taxes are confusing. And I know that's not, I think many people probably feel that same way, but I'm feeling like I started to really find a clear route to that. Because for me, this feeling of like money is confusing, it's not just like, oh, it's confusing, but I'm gonna muddle through it. It's like, there's this deep core belief that I'll never be able to understand money. And so I just run away from it. But I also echoed fears around money, feeling trapped in relation to money. So often I feel like I'm just stuck in this negative money magnet that's pulling me into these certain negative patterns that keeps me stuck in this fear, in this confusion, and I feel trapped in it. Or I have felt trapped in it because this session really did, I think, free me in that sense. And so one of the things I did to help release some of these emotions is I just imagined having a conversation with my grandma where I was saying, I'm so sorry, this is how your life played out. These might have been wounds that you felt. You might have felt this fear, this confusion, this trapped feeling, feeling invisible. And if you did, I'm so sorry. But 
those emotions aren't mine to carry. Those wounds aren't mine to carry. And I just told her, I don't want to carry this burden anymore. And I don't think you would want me to carry this burden that's not mine. And so I'm going to give it back to you now. And I also don't want to pass this burden on to anyone else in my life, particularly my children. So it's time for me to give this back to you. I also told her, I see you. I'm so sorry you felt invisible. I'm so sorry you felt trapped, but you're not trapped anymore. And I can now release these feelings from me. And after that voice recording, I had a releasing pattern. And I really did feel, as as I so often do and as my clients so often do, just like a tangible release from my body, a lightness that settles in. Something I found interesting about this session is, I made a note of this after the fact, but I swear I could feel in real time these beliefs being released from my body or my mind releasing these beliefs. And that's the first time that I've ever had that kind of experience where while I was in the middle of the session, it was like, it was almost as if I was observing my brain and I could literally see the neural pathways that had been built around these beliefs that money is scary, money is confusing, I'll never be able to understand money. It was almost like I could see those neural pathways disconnecting and rewiring into something different. Really wild. That's the first time I've ever had that kind of experience. Almost like if money all of these years of my life has been this elusive object hidden in these dark clouds that I just can't seem to sift through, it was like everything cleared. My vision cleared. It was no longer foggy and cloudy and dark. And the sense of calm and clarity just set in around money. How were the patterns in my life around money previous to this Evox session? So for me, the limiting beliefs that I identified, although I think I was already pretty aware of them before this Evox session, were that I'm invisible, money is confusing and scary, and I'll never be able to understand it. I'll never be able to manage money really efficiently and sensibly and without fear, limiting beliefs around just feeling trapped in these patterns, trapped in this fear, like there's no way out of this. And the way these limiting beliefs and fears have manifested in my life up until this point is really in patterns of avoidance and disassociation around money. And so for me up until this point, when it comes time to talk about debt or talk about taxes, I completely numb out. It's like, even if I can work up the courage to start to look at it for a few minutes, literally two minutes in, it's like this sense of complete overwhelm settles in. And then my mind just shuts down and I completely disassociate from whatever the task is. So really the patterns have just been When faced with topics of money, whether it's checking in on my bank account, checking in on credit cards, checking in on student loans, even just having a conversation with my partner about money, it's like instantly feelings of overwhelm and fear and confusion and then emotional mental shutdown. And I think it's pretty easy to see how that pattern can 
really be a barrier to so many things in life. This feeling of, I don't understand money, I'll never be able to understand money, I think has kept me small in so many ways. I think being afraid that I won't be able to manage money has actually kept me from making a lot of money because the deeper subconscious belief is just the more money I have, the more there is to lose. So I don't want to make more money. The more money I have, the more confusing it will be. So I don't want to make more money. The more money I have, the more judgment and ridicule and people will want to take advantage of me. So I don't want to have more money. And so in releasing those subconscious fears and limiting beliefs, the new story I'm telling myself and my subconscious are things like, I can understand money. I can master money. I can make a lot of money and still manage it sensibly. It's safe to make a lot of money. I'm not invisible or trapped. Money isn't scary. Money flows to me and I use it sensibly and authentically. So these are some of the things that I'm kind of replacing that old story with. Replacing the old story I think is so important because it's that more conscious reinforcement. When we're in the Evox session, we're going into the subconscious, we're working from a subconscious space and we're releasing the old patterns, but we want to give it the new beliefs, the new stories to replace the old. And often we do that within the Evox session, but sometimes the client or myself will have a releasing pattern before we've gotten to the place where we're thinking about new stories. And so very often what I'll do is I'll write down some statements for myself or for the client that are really just reiterating whatever the new story is that we want to tell ourselves. And usually it's just the exact opposite of whatever the old story is and maybe some additional positive uplifting sentences along with it. So the other thing I will sometimes encourage clients to do is not just have these sort of positive statements that they can go back and read or write out or say out loud, almost like affirmations, but also imagine literally in their head, imagining out the new story. So if, for example, my old story from the session was that money is confusing and I'll never be able to understand it and manage it well. Not only am I writing down these statements that are telling my subconscious the opposite, I can also engage in these imaginations where I picture myself making a lot of money and feeling so calm and secure and making smart financial decisions, having the amount of money I want in my savings account and my checking account and having extra to spend on all the fun things. So not just writing it out physically with words, but literally showing your subconscious what this new story looks like. And I want to be really clear because sometimes when I talk about these imaginings or these statements, it gets very manifestation-y. And I always tell people this isn't like woo-woo magic. If you say these affirmations enough times, it's magically going to happen. Or if you imagine this new story enough times it's magically going to happen that's not that's not what i'm saying here by any means all we're doing is 
I think what I have seen to be so profound and impactful is when we're clearing the old stories through Evox, the subconscious is so incredibly receptive to whatever the new story is. And so that's all we're doing is we're basically creating these new neural pathways around this more positive, expansive story that we want to start integrating. I personally am a very visual person. And so I love writing out the statements that I come up with in my journal each day, but I also love to have these little mental imaginings because it makes it seem so much more real. And it's kind of like, it's like I'm literally mirroring or demonstrating to my subconscious what that potential future looks like. And it becomes more believable. When I play it out in my head, I think the subconscious starts to go, oh, okay, that thing that seemed so elusive now, I can see what it might actually look like. And I can start to believe that it's real and achievable. I noticed another additional interesting thing about this Evox session, which was that at the beginning of the session, I had identified all of these potential generational traumas related to money. There were probably six or seven different things related to money on that list. But when I really tuned in, only two of them really resonated with me deeply of, oh, I think I've inherited this. And I thought that was worth pointing out because so many of us have generational trauma in our families related to any number of different topics, not just money. And I think it might be easy to go, oh my goodness, my family had all of these issues, so I've obviously inherited all of them. And just from what I have seen personally, that's not always the case. We might only pick up on one or two of them or three or four of them, not necessarily all of them. And so when we tune in, particularly when we're in an Evox session and we let that subconscious come up, it's so much easier to tune in with what of these are resonating with me? Do I think, what of these do I think I need to clear from my subconscious? And I think getting that clarity can be so helpful because then we're not wasting our time addressing every little potential trauma that has happened in our family because there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> when we tune in to what really deeply resonates with us, we can get straight to the root of our issues or the root of these limiting patterns. I don't know if I really like the word issues. <laughs> but it was something that took me by surprise because even at the start of the session when I was in my head just identifying all of these money wounds I was aware of in our family lineage, I really did think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go through and clear all of these. And so I was pleasantly surprised to kind of see as I was in that subconscious state that really only two of them were resonating deeply. Only two of them did I feel like I really needed to clear or were the roots of some of my money issues. What was really profound about this is as soon as the session ended, as I said before, I just felt this sense of peace and clarity and confidence around money that I have truly never felt in my entire life. I instantly got on the computer and started doing all of this tax stuff. And I sat with it doing that tax stuff for probably an hour and a half to two hours, which I never, truly never could have done before. I've always had to bring someone in 
to help me muddle through it and usually put it off for so long and just was so completely disassociated from it. So again, sometimes to see the immediate impact that an Evox session can have leaves me speechless. The fact that not even 10 minutes later, I'm already living out a different pattern than the one that I entered into the session with an hour prior is so utterly profound to me and just makes me so excited to share more about Evox, to support others in clearing their subconscious fears, their subconscious beliefs, and really just these subconscious emotional barriers to the success, to the life, to the joy, peace, and happiness that they're wanting so deeply but seems like they just can't achieve. As always, please reach out with any questions, comments. I love to hear them. And next week, I have another guest interview for you all with a money coach. And she is such a light. I had such a fun time interviewing her. But we talk about the struggles people have when it comes to healing money wounds, why money wounds can be so prevalent and hard to clear, and how to start to call in more money and have more confidence around money. So many amazing things. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. So that will be going up on Monday. And then of course, another Evox session episode will be going up on Friday, which will be actually the last Evox episode in this money series. Happy Easter weekend, everyone. I'm headed out. Omid and I are headed out to Corona to have a brunch with the family and play long games and just connect and relax. And I'm so looking forward to it. I hope everyone has just a wonderful, uplifting, restoring weekend.